Hello, hello everyone, and welcome to the Miss Pink Digital Podcast, home to everything digital marketing, brand building, and tech. And today we are going to be exploring the wonderful world of SEO, but more specifically off-page SEO. Now, when people think of SEO, they mainly think about their website, positioning on Google, creating blog content, optimizing said content around certain keywords, etc. But there is a whole other side to SEO that can sometimes be neglected, which is, of course, the topic of today's podcast, i.e., off page slash off site SEO. Um, to give you an explanation or a brief explanation of off page SEO, it's basically optimizing areas outside of your site that can not only bring users to your site, showing Google the demand of your content and improving aspects such as your domain authority, it also provides Google with additional proof that your site is a trusted and reputable source. So as you can imagine, having a solid off-page slash off-site SEO strategy can really work in harmony with your on-page SEO strategy and it shouldn't be neglected. And it's actually relatively simple and way less technical than website SEO optimization, which I'm guessing is why it's so easily neglected because it is so simple. And whether you are outsourcing your SEO work, whether you're doing it yourself, you have an in-house employee, anything like that, really have a chat with them and ask them, or even look at yourself and ask yourself, what are you doing or what are they doing from an off-page SEO optimization perspective? And is there anything more you could be doing? So I'm going to jump into it and not waste any time and talk about some simple ways you can optimize your off-page SEO to ultimately complement your on-page SEO or on-site SEO and help boost your rankings in the long term. Now, something I always say when I talk about any form of search engine marketing, specifically SEO and SEO strategies, is it is a long-term approach to marketing. As you know, if you're already doing SEO, it can take a while for you to start seeing results and seeing that positioning grow. So there is a level of patience required. And the same goes for the off-page SEO side of things as well. You're not just gonna instantly start optimizing your off-page SEO and seeing results. You need to give it that time to really kick in and really start building momentum but it is definitely worth it in the long run if you get it working and working well because who doesn't love free traffic you know it's great so let's get started the first thing we are going to be talking about is utilizing social media now a lot of people when they think of social media and social media marketing i.e your snapchats your tiktoks instagram facebook youtube all of that good stuff they don't associate it with SEO that much because it's been given its own entity rightfully so but what they don't realize or what a lot of advertisers and business owners don't really think about is that Google loves brands and brand awareness the more traffic and awareness your site has built the more Google will view your site as a trustworthy place and that's essentially what you're trying to prove to Google when it comes to on-page or on-site SEO marketing You're trying to say, hey, Google, look at my site. It's got all this high quality content, all this value that I provide to a user. And you should bring users here because they will really enjoy this level of value that I can provide to them. And in order to get Google to increase your rankings 
and increase the visibility of your site on Google search, Google has to know that, yeah, the content's great. Yeah, you're providing users with value and Google can trust you to continue to provide that value to users and give them a safe browsing experience. And that's what brands do. Brands don't become big if they are renowned for being scammers, having bad content, having irrelevant content, anything like that. So it's really important to not sleep on the positives social media can do for your search engine optimization. So any instances where you can ultimately increase website traffic will be a helping hand in your off-page SEO strategy. In order to do this in the most effective way, it's really important to curate a social media strategy that works in conjunction with your site. Whether that's creating a blog post on your site that's to do with a certain topic relevant to a service or product you provide, and then creating social media content around that topic to then ultimately link back to that blog post, or whether it's a social media post directly about a product you provide on your site and providing users with further visual context on what that product offers. Anything like that where your site content can interlink with your social media content is a great way to help the content on social media and on your site work hand in hand with each other. When optimizing your social media content based on your SEO content, consider how new and old content can be repurposed for social media. I think there's a misconception that when we have very old SEO content, it's no longer usable or we can't repurpose it to give it long-term value. Um, And that's completely wrong. There's always ways you can take old content, fix it up and improve it to make it more relevant to the time and then use it on another platform. Whether that's taking an old blog post, let's say, let's say for instance, you provide, let's say you run a makeup company and you are, you wrote an old post about blending out eyeshadow and the post is a couple years old now. It's still very relevant, but it's not as relevant as it could be. Instead of leaving that old blog post behind, reread it, look how you can change a few parts to make it relevant to today's current age and make a TikTok video about it. Make a TikTok video where you show these eyeshadow blending techniques to make them more relevant to the time. And then link that back to your updated SEO blog post talking about the techniques that were displayed in the TikTok video. This is a great way to not only repurpose and update old SEO blog content, but it's also a great way to reach new users via other mediums and bring them back to your site. And from there, they might also browse around the site and have a look at what other products you have or what other blog content you have. And it's just a great way to allow the on-site SEO strategy and off-site SEO strategy to coexist with one another. The next platform we are gonna touch on, which will work incredibly well with your off-page SEO strategy is Google Business Profiles. Formerly known as Google My Business, still can't get used to calling it Google Business Profiles and still very much call it Google My Business. But for those of you who don't know what it is, um, Google My Business is a platform that runs on Google. It allows you to upload a business listing. Let's say you have a physical store. You can set up a Google Business Profile account 
where you upload information about this physical store on Google My Business. And then from there, you can provide pictures to the users alongside basic business information, such as the address, the phone number, name of your location, stuff like that, as well as you can populate reviews via that platform. So it's especially a very good platform for not only physical stores, but restaurants, arcades, hotels, anything like that, because it allows users to research your business in more detail and also see feedback left by other customers and consumers to your business. It also allows your business to show on Google Maps um, as well as Google search engine. And it actually does a very good job, especially for physical locations and service industry businesses at generating additional conversions outside of things like Google Ads or the traditional search engine optimization um, strategies. In addition to this, it's also a great way to boost your off-page SEO and generate that brand awareness that we were just touching on with social media. When it comes to Google business profiles, much like anything. And if I keep switching back and forth between Google My Business and Google business profiles, just remember they're the same thing. Um, it's so hard for my brain to completely make the switch for Google business profiles, but they're the same thing. So if I switch between the two, I do apologize, but just remember they are exactly the same. Um, so when it comes to Google business profiles, much like anything online, it does still benefit from optimization and does require attention on a somewhat consistent basis. Similarly to on-page SEO, you are competing with other businesses to prove to Google that your site is the site that has the best content, has content uploaded on a frequent basis, and that you deserve higher positioning than the other sites, so Google should push your site more. Just like it is for websites, it's the same thing for Google My Business. You are trying to prove to Google that your Google My Business listing is the best listing. And there's a few ways you can do that. Um, and they're very, very simple. The ongoing management and optimization slash attention isn't that difficult. Um, and like I said, it can easily be done just by doing a few of these steps. First one is ensuring your listing information is up to date and accurate. Relaying the correct information to users online is obviously incredibly important to Google. Um, Google don't want to be sending someone to a page or a site or a listing that is giving inaccurate information. And it's Google's priority to be the trusted source of information. It wants to be the search engine that users know they can go to to get the correct information and fast. So it wants to provide users with the positive experience in that. That includes anything to do with business opening hours, your address, your contact information, anything like that. Just make sure it's up to date, make sure it's accurate and make sure users can correctly get that information from your business profile listing. When it comes to a Google business profile, you do get to give your business a description um, and make sure to take full advantage of the description in your listing. Provide as much information as possible to the user. However, when providing that information, just make sure that it's important that your writing reads naturally and there are no grammatical errors, punctuation is good, so that it encourages the user to continue reading um, and really learn about the benefits of your business. 
and what they can get if they were to click on your Google My Business listing or Google Profile listing. And if they were to use your services, visit your shop, purchase from you, just give them that additional trust that they need and give Google that additional context it needs to show that you are a serious business and you are providing users with value. The next one is probably one of the more difficult ones to do, or at least do in the short term. This is a very long-term thing, but collect and reply to reviews. Positive or negative, responding to reviews shows that you are engaged with your audience, your customers, and it legitimizes your profile further in the eyes of Google. Obviously, the more positive reviews you can generate, the more you're showing Google that you are a trusted business. Another thing to remember about reviews is they act as a trust signal for the user as well. So often when you are looking to purchase a product or purchase a service, you go on this kind of small journey as a consumer where you will type in the service or product you need on Google. You will click to go to a website, whether you're clicking on an organic listing or an ad. You'll go to a website, you will read about the product And then you'll look at a few things. So you'll look at the price, then you will go and look at competitors to see if they can offer you a better price or a better product or whether they have free delivery versus you, anything like that. And then they will look at things like your reviews. They'll look towards your reviews to try and see if you are a trusted business and if it is worth their time and money investing in your product or service. They will also compare these reviews with competitors. So the more positive reviews you can get will not only show Google that you are a trusted business and service, but it will also show the user that you are trusted. And this will not only complement your rankings from an SEO perspective, but it will also improve factors like your conversion rate and your return on investment. Within Google business profiles, you can also upload photos. This is a very important one as it's important to provide high quality relevance photos to your product or service to give both Google and the user looking at your profile further context about your business. So let's say you're a restaurant and you have your Google listing You want to show users in Google what your restaurant looks like on the inside in a high quality format. Think of it as a way of showing off, hey, I've got this restaurant, it's really cool. Look how cool the interior is. We do amazing food. Here's some examples. And we work with a great team of people. Here they are. It's showing full transparency about how amazing your business is, why users should go there, and more importantly, why Google should promote it and why Google should promote your site. Whilst it's good to have a lot of photos on your Google business profile, remember that quality is better than quantity and it's better to have fewer photos and have them be of a high quality than have lots of poor quality photos. But ensure it is something that you are consistently building on and working on to keep your Google business profile up to date and looking good. Alongside that, you can also add posts to your Google business profile. Ensure you are adding them on a regular basis. Ensure they are of a good quality. Think of this as the same way you would think of social media where consistency is key. 
and the more frequently you are adding this high quality content to your Google business profile, the more you are showing the user and Google that your site and your profile is worth going to. And more importantly, your business is worth trusting in. And then finally, add your website URL. Without a website URL, you are making it harder for users to not only visit your site, you are also increasing their journey. So when it comes to a user and when you're trying to gain customers, you wanna try and keep their journey as short and as easy as possible. If a user has to click around too much to find what they need, they will go somewhere else. And also you're not making the link for Google between your website and your Google business profile. So you'll just waste time optimizing your Google business profile, but it's never feeding back into your site because there's no link there. So the positive impact from an SEO perspective, all this optimization has to your off-page SEO is never feeding through to your site and you're never making the link with Google. So just make sure you're adding your website URL to really make sure one, you're closing them customers and two, you're linking your off-page SEO with your on-page SEO to help boost your rankings. And last, but certainly not least, we are gonna be talking about backlinks. Most people know what backlinks are, but in case you are not familiar with the term, backlinks are when one site links to yours. Backlinks are great as they essentially count as votes in the eyes of Google, especially when they are from sites that already have a high authority or are already very trusted from Google's perspective, as it's essentially telling Google, hey, I'm this really great website and I also vote that this website over here that I'm linking to is also great. They're not only an amazing way to build trust between yourself and Google as a search engine, but they are also a great way to build traffic to your site. This is because the users on the site that is linking to you will see how you're referenced on their site and will be able to click that link to go and read your website. So it's a great way of gaining additional promotion to your website and to your content, as well as gaining trust on Google. You can't just acquire backlinks left, right and center, and you should probably have a decent strategy in place, whether you are doing this yourself or you are outsourcing your work. And within your strategy, it's important to note on what it is that search engines look at when it comes to backlink generation. So how many times are sites linking to you and are they authoritative sites? This is a very important one as if you have one site linking to you that is of a very high authority on Google, it's going to affect your site in a positive way 10 times more than if you had a hundred sites linking to you, but they were not as authoritative. So rather than trying to get backlinks from a bunch of lower authority sites, it's more important to try and get your backlinks from sites that are of a higher authority, even if it means you're acquiring fewer backlinks. And this leads us nicely into the next point, and that is the quality and the relevance of those backlinks. For example, let's say you are a interior designer, you want to build on your backlink strategy. In order to build on those backlinks, it would be more beneficial to get your backlinks from sites that talk about home decor 
or interior design and that consistently produce that high quality content relevant to that topic. This way, you're not only building backlinks that are of a high quality, but you are also showing Google what your website and what your content is about. This is going to make it a lot easier to rank for keywords relevant to your service or product because Google has a good understanding of what it is your content is focused around. Next is the placement of the link is more important than what you would think. Search engines often favor links that read naturally within the piece of content. So make sure that when you are being backlinked to, the link to your site is placed within the content so users can not only easily find it, but it makes sense to be there. And avoid having links that get featured in the footer or a menu of a site because they're not seen as valuable and the chances are users are not going to click on them or see them. On top of this, sponsored or paid links should have a nofollow code placed on them. Typically, sponsored links are a no-no within Google from an SEO perspective and you want those links to be as organic and natural as possible. I do actually have a blog post talking about common link building mistakes on my Miss Pink Digital website. If you want to take a look, another cheeky plug, but you've got to throw it in there while, while you can. Um, and then finally, the anchor text is incredibly important for these backlinks. Um, for those who are unfamiliar with this term, it is the text that is displayed for your link, featuring keyword relevant anchor text as opposed to the generic click here text will be more beneficial for your site and your rankings because it again shows Google what your content is about and what your site is about and how it is relevant to the keywords you are trying to rank for. However, and this is a big however, you can over optimize your anchor text and this is not good for your SEO rankings or your backlinks at all. And this is also spoken about in my common link building mistakes blog. So make sure to have a read before you acquire a backlink strategy because you wanna make sure you're not making those mistakes that are mentioned in the blog and impacting your SEO in a negative way. And those are just three easy ways you can optimize your off-site SEO strategy. So next time you are working with the agency, with the freelancer or your in-house employee on your future SEO strategies slash plans, really consider including the off-page slash off-site SEO elements within that plan if you aren't already. The steps are relatively easy. It's just more about consistency, but that consistency in the long run will really pay off for your SEO rankings and for your overall brand visibility. I hope this podcast episode was helpful and I look forward to speaking with you guys again in the future. Thank you for listening.